Electric Lecture Podcast, episode number three. I am Greg Anson. I'm Bronson Talby. And we are here at Bopnik Studios in Laurel Canyon with Anthony J. Rusta, our producer. Hello, nice to meet you. And our master engineer, Kariati Satasia. Hello, everyone. And um, since the last time, um, we finished our demo in Logic, and I then, which you heard, I then transferred it to Pro Tools because um, that's what Anthony and Cariotti work in. And they, I then sent it up to them. And this is at the point where the tape is going to start. And they are going to do their magic on our tracks. Um, if you want to find out more about Anthony and Cariotti, please Google them. There's a lot that they've done and they have a wide catalog. So the tape is just going to start with what I give them and we're just going to explore what they do. Sounds good. And throughout you're going to hear these crazy clicks which is Cariotti's editing. that I heard on the tape, you know. I want to know, because where you guys start on that tape, because that, I just want to know, like, what you, what you did when you get the tracks, how you kind of jump into the song. Well, I think the first thing is to name the sections of the songs, which might we might name them differently than other people. Like, we'll put in a bunch of cues, like... Very much so, yeah. That's the first step, really, and then... So that way we kind of know what we're talking about when we discuss things. Yeah, yeah you know, just, just try to figure out um, what's there. And um, I think at the time when we were listening, 
it sounds like uh, you know just uh, popping in and out the the the, the meat and potatoes the vocally and uh, what we have and I think at that time was the loop, uh, bass bass and guitar and the lead vocal and some of the uh, harmony and background vocal was just checking out well, what's going on here what's going on trying there. trying to understand yep. what, what the, the, the the format right of, of the song right and I think I think because there's some stuff coming up with specific to this song but I think is do you have a general approach or, or do you look at like as an open canvas when someone gives you a song like this because this is basically how you work with everybody in some yeah. sense they give you some type of demo uh, it's different for every single song and every single project because it's you know usually before we start a project we have an understanding with an artist you know some of their favorite things that they love and what why they love them you know to me that's really important because if i don't know what your ultimate goal is then how am i going to try to provide that you know some, an experience that's going to work in that direction for you so a lot of that happens before we even start recording i'll talk to people find out what their their favorite records are what what's what what's really big that's out there now that that you're jealous of you know these are the things that i want to know so that i can kind of get to the meat and potatoes in this particular project we we sort of share a lot of similar uh, tastes so it's a, a little different yes and we've we've me and anthony have worked together for a long time yeah like 20 plus years and yeah almost the same with cariati and bronson and i've been working together for two years now with you so it's a little different because we kind of share a lot of similar like you know tastes yeah but it's more it's more your guy that that's good to hear your approach because that's you know that's that's a good starting point with anybody new that you're working with is you want to because it's, it's we've been doing this so long it's not about us it's you know we, we can impress ourselves all day <laughs> we, we, we're here to, to 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 impress the artists and help them get to that next level that they're trying to get to and having worked with you guys for so long i always try when i give it to cariati to label all the tracks what they are put much some, appreciated put, thank you put, put notes in and i put which ones maybe we emphasize which i let you guys do your thing absolutely but, those are really helpful yeah that way at least we know okay uh we can go here but uh, definitely not that direction because there is that specific thing that you noted on yeah. a certain track like this and we, we love this vocal or, yeah right exactly that's great good input and on this one like you'll see the we have a loop correct we have a loop and we'll, we'll see coming up but i knew you guys would be adding your expertise with the loops and drumming on this it and, wasn't okay uh just just to go back uh to uh as far okay so like we establish how we start a project and then when we get if it's if we get uh like in this instance we get pre-recorded material so like the first thing uh, i think that's what we heard is just basically going through and looking okay like we have this we have this and then we'll look at those notes and it's like okay and then we put it we unmute it and and then okay oh yeah, yeah i get it i get it it is you know just going through like getting a feel of what what it is and then do like an early assessment what can we do um to make this uh, you know this part better or like okay it needs this or needs that whatever that's usually how we start it and then we just kind of go from there great i want to ask yes. what exactly anthony you mentioned uh you mark you start you set up your markers right correct what you so you're saying they're they're a little bit um extra they're not like the standard it's not like chorus verse how does it go how well, in depth do you go it's, it's that, that and a little more sometimes yeah. like sometimes it'll be like okay here's a two-bar build before the 
uh, course. Yeah, cool. or, we want to yeah. make sure. Yeah, yeah we want to make sure that we do that because, like, when when in the middle, and say Anthony say uh, Anthony would would probably say something like, "Yeah, we need the, that two two bar builds. Uh, it needs it there, and I will just put it there." Uh, one is because uh, it will be convenient later, and then two, mm-hmm. uh, we just won't forget because we'll just see it, you know. And, and we so, might yeah. even extend it later. Exactly. And then yeah. we know where, yeah. where we were. Yeah. yeah. Very I, cool. I think I think I think I've learned that lesson from you, and I try to do it because you'll be writing a demo, you write sections, and then you won't go in time to put markers in, and then you'll build a lot to it, and you can't get around the song. Yeah. You don't know. You can't see where. Yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. so simple. It takes five minutes to do. Absolutely. Yeah, five minutes. To and do. it's not just that. It's it's uh, especially with the nonlinear technology, um, you know, where you want to rearrange it, it's just easier. You know, you have those markers. Okay, here's here's the block. Like, yeah. let's extend this whatever let's shorten this let's let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's add a bigger build up into yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah here you know great great cool excellent it's a, it's a better than in the days when you had to be in a sweaty room with a band going okay let's try this you know? <laughs> <laughs> that still might happen <laughs> it still does happen it does happen but it's it's not like quite like it used to be about this is um the amount of time you get this is all edited clips oh sure this, yeah, this, yeah. this was this is hours of time this right. is what you're going to hear in this next little thing this is you working at least for a day and you guys will see what he's working on in a few seconds when anthony comes in but if you listen you can hear it Those are just moving it so that uh, it goes like you know. Like no, I, I know, I know, but the, the like, if you don't know what you what you're doing, you think you're crazy. And if you've listened to the other two podcasts, me and Bronson have talked about. Um, there's an octagon loop, and then. Um, and then there's like a one mic drum, uh, kind of doubling the thing. I think it's better if we do like a new one. Okay. But I'm gonna have to edit a little bit of the Optigun because uh, it's a little too messy. Is like it this on? Ho- 
the, this whole track, I think it's because of the Optigon. They, I remember they, 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 they played yeah. to a messy loop. Yeah, so it's like rush and then slow rush, slow rush, slow, you know, you know. Oh, so, uh, but it's it's not that difficult. Like I, I actually found the pocket. A formula. Um, yeah. Which Optigon loop is it? Loop is it again? I, I listened to this already. I forget. Here. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, See, yeah. it's a, it's the delay is too long. Yeah. Uh, between between retrigger, so. It almost know. sounds like the bar is seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the pattern, right? You'd be hanging for a sec. Yeah. Is it is it in four four? <laughs> no, it is four four. Okay. Yeah, it is four four. Did they use any other Optigan parts? Uh, no, that's the only one loop, and then, and then Bronson played. Um... Oh, that sounds actually pretty cool. You, why don't you just make a loop of that and combine them, and then you can like, I'll build around it. But I mean, that could be chorus, and the other one could be verse or something, or, or together on the chorus, whatever. Yeah, we just start off loose. But that could be a loop too. I do like the sound of it. fuck around with it if you just want to send a raw track. <laughs> yeah, but this is totally unedited. Yeah, that's um, what I mean, though. I mean, I can edit, like, a one or two bar loop. Yeah. To fuck around with the sound of it. Is there any fills? Yeah, and then there's a, there's a, a one-label Tom fill. I love that. It's a great sound. So yeah, those are the two live tracks. Yeah, I mean, we could just use a couple of fills and and maybe use that to enhance the the Optigan loop if we want, or, or just mm -hmm. you know, or just get rid of it. I mean, it's kind of yeah, cool, yeah. but I'm, yeah, I think it's cool to use the the uh, the Optigon uh, as 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 a uh, foundation flavor instead yeah. of like the this meat. is the main drum sound yeah kind of yeah thing, you know i mean if i reinforce it with like you know 808 or whatever not, i mean it's too fast for 808 but you know right. other sounds mm -hmm. and make it have a viable low end it could yeah like a beefier it doesn't need to be like 808 yeah. like you know yeah. it, it's like some 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 kind of like a beef like op1 type stuff yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah, it's like Beck. It's got a yeah, totally. Get more coffee. All right. So, as you just heard, um, this speeding up of the loop has—it's been in the other two podcasts, but I think it really shows how careful you have to be with certain things. Because I almost—I really didn't notice that in the other demos, and you picked that up right away. So, I think the question is. Not how do you hear that, but what's what's an approach when you hear something like that to fix it? Because it makes the song like yeah, you, you, it yeah. is important. Now, in in retrospect, 
at the time you don't realize that that it's going to end up being an important part of the song yeah uh, but you guys probably knew it better than we did because you you based the, the whole production around it initially but for me, for us it's uh, oftentimes it's like we're kind of open-minded like it's like a blank canvas we don't want to be any have preconceived notions or be stuck in a box sure we it may be the feature or it may not be used at all that's kind of how we we stay open-minded about these things but um you know and then trying to find the right swing for things is is really what Cariati is excels at and you know together as a team we recognize numbers that aren't the ones that people see on the grid all the time everybody sees 120 240 720 and you know if you chop all your audio up like that it's going to sound like a robot and we've spent years learning about the in-betweenness of different parts of a measure and when they have a certain swing to them they can push and pull and it can be really great but if it pushes too far at one point and then it snaps back to get to, to where it's supposed to be then that's what you hear yeah that's wrong. what we heard on that well not yeah. necessarily long, wrong, not wrong just just yeah and especially we also want to keep in mind um when we hear something like that uh, is that you know like we need to hear it against um all the main rhythmic parts at least at that beginning stage like okay so the guitar is doing this and the bass is doing that and the vocal kind of do this thing and then and then we hear it, uh, it against the, the the that loop um more critically you know that's when we can find okay yeah that's why the the pause is a little too long and it makes it awkward especially when you listen to it in repeat yeah. that's why it's okay let's find we need to find a newer pocket for it um and that's that's what we did and and i this song especially i this didn't even make the podcast but when bronson recorded the drums i tried to loop them in pro tools and i couldn't it was like on the grid but it wasn't because it like yeah because like, you said like it would link back up and then it wouldn't i couldn't get like where normally i can make parts i couldn't make a part because like that thing you caught at the beginning yeah and it's just a subtle feel thing but when we, if you listen back the loop, you can hear it on the tape when we're recording, and the other yeah. two, it goes, you know, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was, it's like, it's like the slow, the speeding up and slowing down within its own groove, even even with uh, before that pause at the end. So yeah. like it, we were able, we were able to find that the whatever the slowdown, I think we ended up uh, making it a little less as far as the speeding up and slowing down within within the groove, and then make sure that when it paused it's closer to like a quote-unquote a normal feel before it repeats that's yeah. that and that's how we ended up where it was even though the the that actual loop like if you listen to the final thing it's it's like it's there um you you hear it i think you hear it more in the beginning yeah it, um and then i mean it's it's there but it, it, it that was the foundation it was the foundation as, yeah. as a as this keeps going it, it becomes less and less a role but it's what yeah we, what but we, we it record. is uh, it is important because <laughs> we recorded be, to it. because you recorded to it exactly and then and then and we fit we've fix that and then you know and then s slowly one by one as far as instrument uh the the main instruments go then we go in say bass guitar we edit it that mm -hmm. way that it actually grooves with that to, not, not with perfect but, not yeah. perfect but it feels good you know yep. when you when you hear it definitely and that's not going to be the same measure by measure because a lot of times it's the differences in things over time that make it feel good yeah the the imperfect the imperfect uh 
uh, feel like it, it it's like a, a a perfect imperfection kind yes. of thing yeah yes. you know yes mm -hmm. and that's what makes it uh, more lively and it's like easier to listen to I mean if you think about it psychologically it it, it sounds like someone playing when it, when you make something way too perfect which we are guilty of we've, we've all do, done we've it. done that mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's just it, okay it's, yeah it's cool it's perfect but um, you know, it doesn't. You don't. You don't feel that intimacy because, because like when you hear, you know, like guitar playing, like when, it, like a really, really good whoever that you admire, you, you know, there is that imperfection. But that's yes. what's good, mm -hmm. you know. And I think I think going back to the loop, like I think sometimes when you start with a drum loop, and this is from, you think that because it's a drum loop, it's perfect because it's a machine. <laughs> like you, you kind of have that thing of like it should be. Perfect, but those were uh, the eye optagon. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day, like in in the early days of hip hop, and a lot of break beats and things that like DJs use, like the Amen break, and they're notoriously wrong in a special way, mm. and that's why they've been in hit songs after hit songs, like the yep. the, the funky drummer break for by, by James Brown, for instance. Yep. And if you put that on a grid and analyze every single sixteenth yep. note, it's not going to yep. be like. 120 240 360 720 it's going to be its own thing so you know back in the day when people made records with those types of loops they just made everything feel good to that yes. you know and it wasn't necessarily perfect now now today with everything's drag and drop and everything's like you know so much more on the grid let's say um it's a lot easier to make sterile music and we we went too far down the perfection alley you know several times and it's a it's a lifelong well, yeah, struggle yeah, and, and partly it was also uh the time the style it's the time yeah. it's that the time and and it's that pressure like you can't it's like okay are we i mean we want to be unique but are we conforming enough for it's you know it's and and also it has to do with the artists that you work with and sure. then the Bingo. label That's whatever right. you know Bingo. it's like they have their ex expectations so like you want to do your thing but th at the same time you also want to like listen to them otherwise they're yeah. like okay pop music you're gone. in pop music especially today it's like there's not really room for much imperfection mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah although i i, I think there is just it's starting it, it, it's just pe uh, pe people or, or a lot of uh people at least the the work that i've heard so far it's like you know there there's room they just choose not to do it yeah yeah and i mean know? like who just passed away biz Marquis. i mean mm -hmm. song that like you know why do people like it because he's himself very satisfying hearing you edit hearing like i hear the vocal i'm like and i'm hearing you move it i'm like oh, that's this great. is there it's like therapeutic yeah. hearing like someone fix the problem you hear that's a great sound this is another time i i no i, I understand it's edited yeah 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 and this is all chronological like you definitely skip around which is, which is amazing too. And a lot of it's based on you, Anthony. He works when you want to work. <laughs> um, again, that was just some of Cariotti's edits, uh, moving the vocals around. And that was at least the first day of you working. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I think just kind of 
getting on that point is when you ha have something like this, do you have a place where you start? Did you start with the bass? Do you start with the guitar? Do you start with the vocals? Like, was there something in this that like you knew had to be fixed? When you're building the mountain, you know, where do you start as a bass? So a lot of times, um, a lot of times I would start from the drums. But in this instance, yeah, it drums, but that was like the beat, the drum beat. And then in earlier, Anthony had discussed like, oh yeah, just give me that live drum. I'll, pi I'll pick the good ones um, to use. So uh, at the time, so yeah, so drums. And usually that's how I started start it mm -hmm. as far as like trying to get an edit together mm -hmm. it'll be drums bass acoustic um, guitar yeah and then if there's acoustic guitar i would start from acoustic uh first foundation ra rather rather yeah. than electric guitar uh yeah a mm -hmm. lot of a lot of times well partly because i'm lazy um <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 and um acoustic guitar is is far more difficult to edit that's why i want to have, have most of my energy all right uh, okay. and do it early okay. that way it's not going to be like okay i've done like, all these tasks say all these hours done mm -hmm. with like bass and uh, electric guitar and look at acoustic oh, oh now i gotta do the yeah, acoustic exactly yeah so like start from the hard one first okay and then you know electric guitars and everything else and then early, uh, you know, even when doing that too, I I would pop in the vocals once once in a while. Sure. Because it yep. will help me get an idea of like, okay, like if I do this edit here, what do I have to do for the vocal for it to fit or vice versa? And, and the other question as we're going along, what I don't hear on your tapes, which is absolutely incredible, is you don't mess around a lot with sounds like you do, but like a lot of the times when you when you're doing these edits, do you, are you also EQing, compressing at the same time? Because I don't hear a lot of like that. Like, it's a great question. E, um, to to a point. Okay. Like I would I would put in. It depend. It depends on how the tracks are recorded. Like if the tracks are uh, too dynamic, I I would like pop in something like okay, uh, acoustic guitar uh, LA two would be good on this. Okay. Then I'll pop it in. But I won't, I, I, won't, I won't spend too much time on it. I'll get it to a point where I don't have to uh, move the fader too many times just to hear something. Mm. Because I want my con you know, like concentration be on um, what I'm editing instead of how it sounds. But it needs to sound a certain way for the edit to work. Yeah. And then it needs to be sensitive enough. That that's why uh, there is a, a compressor and sometimes EQ. Uh, so, so you so you you do you do you do even though you do it yeah, quickly yeah. you are Pre doing preliminary yes. preliminary yes. yes and like not much thought just you know like broad stroke utilitarian you know yeah one of the things i wanted to mention that that the karyati has way more patience than i do and i'm the type that will be like hey that no that, no it that, seems that, like that yeah no, <laughs> yeah it <laughs> seems like that but i don't anyway, have that much no, patience yeah he does he has incredible patience wade coming up yes he does a lot of a lot of times i'm like I, I i'm like let's just clone the magic you know just copy that chorus to the other chorus and, and he he doesn't take the lazy way out because over the course of the song he knows it's going to get boring if you just cut and paste everything and we went through that yes. process we we've lived through that era and when you want to make stuff better and you really care about the art and you want to elevate the art you know he do it the hard way sometimes the hard way has better results and, in and the I, end and i think exactly i think that's like why like when i have bronson do a guitar part i just haven't recorded the whole thing like right. even if it is a copy and pasted right. form he can run through it in one take 
and you're going to get those different things. Even if he's playing the exact same things, he's going to play them a little bit different. It makes every it more time. interesting yeah. in the long run. Yeah, yeah way more interesting. Yes. You, even when you edit it to where you think it's perfect, it's still a performance. And it makes a huge difference for, uh, for us, for you guys. And I'm pretty sure for a lot of fans, listeners, uh, you know, and maybe some of them don't care, but for the ones who care, and then when you hear that, you know, quote unquote perfection, um, it's very satisfying, yeah. you yes. know. So do you, you're, you're setting up like a quick compressor for, for the acoustic. You want to still hear the dynamic so you can edit it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't want to hear too much dynamic because a lot of times yeah. when, when it's too much dynamic, um, you miss stuff. Yeah. You okay. Know, you miss stuff, and then when you when you miss it, you don't hear it in in the uh, editing and production process. But when you get to mix it, and then if the acoustic guitar is like a big part of the song, then you start EQing, and then you start putting more compression to it. That's when you hear stuff that you don't hear before. That's why you need, well, for me anyway, I need to, I need to know to, what's there. I need to have uh, that much, only that much of dynamic mm-hmm. when when. Uh, editing yeah this brings up a really interesting point for me in music in general over like if you listen to records from the 70s for instance um you know acoustic guitars had a lot more dynamics in them and the tendency for people today is to take a lot of dynamics out of stuff even when they remaster famous songs from different eras you can hear and and look at the waveform um and if you take an acoustic guitar and you keep peak limiting it to the point where the, the the differences between the quiet volumes and the loud volumes are getting like closer and closer together you literally change the feel of the music and this is something that people just don't seem to understand and it's one of the things that drives me crazy about a lot of modern stuff is it's like what what makes an acoustic feel like a percussion instrument is the difference between the soft and the loud notes and if you make it all like it's like it doesn't have that feel it's the upstroke downstroke I hate to sound like an old cranky dude but that's you know and that's true Something really great, man. Mm. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking for the drums to to make it. I just I want it to be special. I want it. To, I don't want it to be generic in any way because the song is so cool. Right. I want it to be earthy and but indie and hip, you know. So it's like yeah. I got to experiment and just try a bunch of different stuff, you know. Get get the sounds up and just yeah. do a bunch of stuff and chop it up in different ways. I mean, I'm thinking maybe even like brushes or something for the mm-hmm. verse like like a quirky weird John Bryan kind of approach right. I just want it to grow in a good way right and not be I just don't want it to be like generic that's you know it's, yeah. it's easy it, everything else is so great that it's easy with a song like this to just get lazy with the drums and just make it like a simple straight <laughs> mm-hmm. thing which straight could be cool it's just I don't know I'm having a little bit of trouble getting a picture of it I'm gonna have to just stay late tonight and mess around with some stuff you know because if I can get a foundation on that part, the rest will be a lot easier, you know? Yeah. That's the hardest part for me on this song, because I love the octagon loop. Yeah. And I think just making it, like, anything is, everything's got to be as cool as that. So when you start with something that's that cool, right? It, it's it's hard, because you want it, everything else to be that cool, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you don't want to, you know, you can't just have a loop all the way through it, you know? Right. Which is true. We'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah. That's basically our click track. It's it's, it's great. Catchy, really catchy. Kind of vibe. I'll try, I might fire up the off. 
OP1. Haven't done that in a long time. We're back. So um, I think at this process, you were actually, you took a work reel and were working on some loops. And I think it's, you were just talking about it. So maybe explain the process of how, where the song like this, because we, the loop was basically a click track. We knew it would get used or wouldn't get used. A lot of times with Anthony, I let him and Cariati put the drums on just cause you know, Bronson plays well, but what is, what is your approach? What was your approach? I was just looking for, it's, it's sort of like an elusive magic that you're searching for and you kind of have to stumble into it. I mean, you can have a picture in your mind as big or as, as grand as you want, but until you, you sit down and, and make it happen, it's just, a, it's just a, an imaginary thing. So in my case, a lot of times experimenting is really the only way I can get there. Like I, I, I'm going to try a lot of stuff. I'm going to try... I'm going to try a lot of different patterns and a lot of different sounds until I find I stumble across something that's ooh, and then I go oh wow that's cool okay you know and, and then the next day sometimes it's like yeah I, I go through I'll have like a playlist of like you know that many things like 20 things and then I'll go back through it with fresh ears and I'll be you know that was the best one and sometimes you think what you were doing early really sucked and sometimes what you did early was the best thing you did you know, so there's, you know, and then other times what you did right before you went home was the best. So it's funny how there's, after doing this for decades, you'd think there'd be rules, but they're just, I mean, people hate to say that there are no rules and it's really there. You, you have to learn which rules are good to break and which ones aren't. But um, it's, it's an endless there you process. Go, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think a, a, a follow up question is like you kind of stumble upon stuff. Um, what, because you, you were sitting here in your studio full of yeah. a lot of great tools. Yeah. What tools did and what things did you kind of start to, I, to, to look for the... Well, a lot of times I go to my trusty MPC 3000, um, you know, and I have like an SD... Oh, I have an SD card in, uh, in there that, and there's thousands of, of sounds. So I, I, I can experiment with those. A lot of those are like, you know, 90s hip-hop Dr. Dre, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then I've got, you know... I've got DVDs full of like breakbeats from like all different eras. I've got all the, you know, the James Brown stuff. And like, it's, it, there, there's probably just, there's just thousands and thousands of sources, stuff on hard drives. I love Reason. You know, Reason is a great tool. They have amazing kits in there and great sounds. Um, they got this thing called Retro Oomph, um, which is a great plugin for getting those big fat 70s sounds. So, the, you know, Reason is in a resource. Um, you know, uh, even even stuff like um, uh, I'll even dig into like um, like libraries like you know old Big Fish Audio or there's just it, you just kind of start digging. I've got a Kai discs like that are, that have been out of print for ten or fifteen years and they're on you know I just pop one in and then just oh that's cool you know and I think because we there's a '90s kind of resurgence. And that's sort of my roots in production when I first started was in the 90s. So, you know, it's kind of fun to go back to some of those sounds now. And it's, you see, you're hearing it in hip hop, you're hearing it in pop. It's, it's actually a thing. So it's kind of fun to, to relive some of those memories that way. But I do think that it is huge uh, knowing which rules to break, when to break them when to be ahead of the bee, when to be off. That's like a, an edit, but you have all these tools around and some people, I think they can, uh, they might want to get very creative and they might start to lose their perspective. And sometimes it can turn into like a negative thing. True. You might end up in a rabbit hole True. when 
when it's you know like okay time to just go into this rabbit hole but you know you'll come out like you know you'll come out with a new drum tone that is perfect for the song i think that's a huge part of it you kind of uh you said stumbling around but you never fall you just keep stumbling until you like <laughs> okay i'm on my feet and then you're good yeah but anthony too you have a like a sixth sense of it like a, a rabbit hole is the perfect thing because you definitely whether it's you know the years of playing drums and just you in, inherently have a sixth sense about that when you're putting beats together because it it sometimes is the rabbit hole where like you don't know mm-hmm. where oh that was good five beats ago you know where you True. can really pick that up you've always you two you two both have a good sense of time and feel and that that's that's what music is really. well there's trends too like we all know about their circada bug hi-hats that are everywhere you know it's like yeah. Yeah. and that you know that's it's fun and i've done that i remember when i first bought a lindrum i, I tried to put that in people's songs and they'd be like uh why is there a rattlesnake in my song you know <laughs> i didn't know that actually had a name i just learned that the cicada <laughs> i stole that from rick beto that's rick's cicada yeah. that's perfect but but it's like you know it's fun it's fun to make all those weird rhythms and everything but when you hear it in every song with the same distorted eight and the vocal porpoise chopped up you know it's like it it, it just gets old so it's like I, I saw a video recently of t-pain talking to all the rappers he's like do something different <laughs> he's, he's like duh baby little this little that duh ba little he's like do something different so i mean there is like trends can get to the point where they're they're annoying and then it's like oh my god they're doing that beat in a hairspray commercial and then at that point you realize ah, i think it's at the end of its cycle yeah i read i watched a really good conversation and it was um pharrell was talking to somebody and he mentioned like there's a way you're on the trend you're on the trend and there's a certain process in his mind where he goes oh wait we're all i gotta go that way it's like we've been going this way just the right amount of time so he's in the trend but he knows right when to leave it and he kind of like knows how to Yep. Still be in the trend. Take but a like, left turn. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. I mean, it, it's it's a tough rope to walk. It, Definitely. You know. Yeah, totally. Because at the same at at the same time, it's it's like well, for us anyway, for Anthony and I, we're you're like okay, so people are still doing this stuff, you know, <laughs> the cicada hi hat. It's like well, how long now? It's like, but 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 I guess the market still accepts it. That's why. It does. You know? so, yeah. And, so, and, and what and what what i don't understand about why certain people are whatever a lot of people like you know it's in time it's what like and you just like for what you guys do like sometimes the decisions taken out of it it's just it's 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 like you said it's the style of music that people want to listen to or the artist himself will be like i I want trap hi-hat okay Mm -hmm. you really want it okay it gets it's it's like wawa guitar it's like yeah. you know i want wawa guitar yeah it okay. sounds it sounds like a wawa yeah or yeah. a vibra slap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a once every 10 years thing yes it is <laughs> and it's big though when it happens it's big <laughs> you hold on it's, a, it's an event <laughs> electric lecture hasn't used it yet oh we're due, <laughs> we're due. <laughs> we gotta make sure that it's like the best sounding too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Set up like four mics. Yeah. Really get the yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, I read Abbey Road for it. Flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. call, call them up. Exactly. That's it's why like, we're yeah. doing this podcast. Can, Fly, you, can, you set, can you set up the best fiber slap uh, <laughs> setup for recording? <laughs> yeah.
Is there a lot of them? Huh? Quite a few of them? Yeah, I mean, just a few of the intonation. I just finished doing the timing. Okay. And, you know, like, I spent a, quite a while just getting the vocal thick enough. Yeah, because it's... It's so fucking thin, dude. Like, I have to do a compressor and then, like, Neve type EQ and then another compressor. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to them about it. Maybe it's because they're too far away from the mic, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then when it gets doubled, it's even trickier because I have to slide them around so that they don't cancel the low cancel end. Each other out. So this is one of, this is a very insightful point. And this is part of the reason I'm doing the podcast. This was, when I listened to this, um, this was just something that, you know, I didn't think much about. So maybe Cariati and then Anthony, you can explain what's kind of going on here. Sure. Uh, you want to go first? Well, I mean, from a technical standpoint, there's so many different things going to the vocal sound it's it's the proximity effect how close you are to the microphone you know where you're singing from your diaphragm you know your head voice your chest voice um what the microphone is you know what the preamp is so it's it's there's a lot of different um what's the word ingredients that go into yeah. the vocal factors, sound yeah. Yeah, variables factors. too yeah, variables yeah, absolutely so yeah and it can change from day to day with the person's you know the weather humidity the way that you know people's voices from you know you try to punch in on a track you did yesterday and all of a sudden you realize their voice sounds completely different so, so when you say it's too thin what like can you maybe explain the problem you're having okay. and then maybe the how you kind of dealt with it okay so the the too thin part it, it, that's um that's a little too broad like if really it's it's not i mean it's thin in a way that uh bronson um when bronson sing you have this uh high mid frequency that project uh, a lot more than other other frequencies so mm -hmm. um translation into the recording thin yeah you know and it it could be it could be uh the microphone and a lot of times uh it's also because of the room because uh, yeah. room uh, de depending on how close you are to the wall and how reflective the wall uh the walls are the, uh, a lot of times a uh, room reflects high frequency a lot faster than lower frequency so like if you have a very projecting high mid frequency that's the first thing that the room's going to reflect back into your microphone and i think that's what we're hearing is is the projection back uh you know coupled with uh, w with the already uh the higher uh, amount of uh high mid frequency in there and way to i mean the, the way we dealt with it is that you know like you you hear at that time it was like a few compressor that has color to add those low stuff back okay. in uh, but there are other ways and uh, i guess we could talk about it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah sure that'd be great. okay is uh what kind of microphone did you use do you remember that's the, the 414 time? which is oh, actually yeah. a good microphone yeah. to use um, i think i did tried to get that angle we did last time was like my chin yeah it should be yeah it should right be closer there. to your chin uh closer to your chin reason being because like if you just if you just listen as you're tracking like the best sound would be the uh the diaphragm like in front of your mouth mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily how it would translate translate the best uh, mm -hmm. uh in in the mix depending on how your voice is and because you have a a, a higher uh a louder yeah higher frequency you kind of want to lower it because that's the compensation when you lower it 
you ca uh, the mic will catch more of your you know like the the chest sound first yeah um and then the high frequency and then the 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 purpose of doing that is that in the context you can actually crank because because when you lower it it sounds less so you now you crank now you're cranking the preamp when you crank yeah. the preamp uh all at the same time it will crank that low frequency that's that's it's receiving you, you know, even it so exactly. you can turn it on you balance yes. it first oh. that way and then you can you balance yeah. it first that way and then later on you balance it with compressor mm -hmm. with eq you know. also with mm -hmm. controlling the reflections you can get one of those foam Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. That's the, the other thing that uh, we were going to suggest is to get those. I think SE makes a, a really. Yeah. Good I, I think more than that, we want you to come down and see the room and I'm more happy treat, to. treat, yeah, treat, yeah, yeah, treat yeah, that. Sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because uh, there, there is. A, uh, I'm sure there's a spot um, or two that's that would be good to track your vocal. Yeah. That and, that would be interesting too. And that was. And you should try using this microphone too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that might be more controlled too. A lot yeah, more controlled. Yeah, I mean, even even here, I can I can hear that your that frequency uh, your is still there. Yeah, me too. I have a high I have a high frequency uh, projection, but yours is like ten times that. Yes, yes, I noticed yeah. that in the podcast. The difference in her voice is you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One's like <laughs> it pushes. Yeah, I know it pushes. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad no. thing. It's just no, like I, how you know how yeah. you uh, uh, try to make it so it sounds more balanced. Like you gotta know, know how to capture. Yeah, how to yeah, capture yeah, exactly, it. The best. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because uh, uh, that song I believe that was the last song that that we worked on yes um, in the series of in the series of four and songs was it the last one yes and but I do think that one he recorded all the vocals he redid them where like a lot of times I we I just I, randomly but that one you sang actually for those series of the four oh, you got yeah. it, I did them all in the same day and that was the end yeah and I was gonna was I was gonna say because like it took trials and errors so like the first uh, the first song that we started is like uh, no it, it, that, that wasn't the case Bronson I know oh, no because no, throughout uh, on these four songs that one was but I uh, know a lot of them were randomly right because like yeah but yeah. either either way uh it, it took some trials and errors like so like the first the first song it's like okay this is cool um so uh -huh. we got it to a point where it's like okay this is um i mean it's still thin but it's uh this is better and then when we start the second song it's like we start from that point because at the time i already know what to do yes. and then it's like mm -hmm. oh what if i try this and then it's, oh great that's even better so like by the time we get to the, to the fourth song it's like okay this is what I need to do yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to get there. So was it like mostly the same case for each one of those songs? Did they end up having so. the same yes, kind yes. of At treatment? The, yes. Right. In the end, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't matter really how, because I know we didn't. It, it right. basically doesn't matter. Yeah. When they wasn't because they were recorded at different times. I know, right. like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's something. Yeah. And, and, and I actually noticed thing. when when we were setting up here, and you were gonna like because right now you're facing away from the board. Right, and I noticed uh, anytime I'm doing vocals by myself, I face, I face it, so I can see, just so I know if I get to this part, I gotta lay off or adjust. Right, and I am now I'm singing into a corner, with no. So I mean, maybe it's coming right back. 
because I change oh. my direction when I record by myself and I face the computer. Yeah, because he sits in, in a, a different part. But but it wouldn't really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, Greg is there, and I'm like in the middle of the room. Yeah, you should definitely experiment with the with the panel. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, it's, oh, it's red. Cool. It's S by S E. It's like this red foam thing. Is it wrapped around your? Yeah, it goes oh, okay, on. Cool. It's on a stand. Yeah. It goes on a stand. And it's, it's metal. Like, it's 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 like it's, it's got, got foam. It's got metal. It's got foam. It's uh, supposedly yeah. it's like the best design. They're not um, expensive. We should get one too. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. It's like Three hundred bucks. And and, and and the four fourteen is great, Mike. But like it you is. said, but you said this might be better. For him, because of certain, you should at least try. try. Yeah. yeah, you should at least try it, and then and then you do you do it. Um, you know, like me, like I I can uh, I know this is a better um, angle for me to sure. do it. That's yeah. side. You, you know, you just you just have to experiment because you. The goal is to get it as balanced as possible. Yeah, at least in your head when you're tracking, that's a good start. And this yeah. is part you know. of my is it, as I'm doing this part podcast. Part of this is to actually improve our methods and work with you and learn and show yeah, the yeah. process yeah. because some of these things if we can do them a different they, they save you a day's worth of work you know sure. they, they, they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. or um or more like um uh, spending the time on on something um, more creative yes. more creative you know less time less less fixing more creative yes yeah. especially kind of if stuff. it's a if it's something you're gonna fix every time yeah. i mean if, if <laughs> no, we don't no. if we don't to, change to what a great bass sound. It's my music man. Great sound. What was the tempo of this one? Was it 120? One of the floor saved the song, I think. Yeah, I agree. That was a good call. Anthony's starting to work on all the yeah, beats now. Too, sometimes I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a big, huge part of it. I mean, it's a nice percussion instrument, but I don't think it's like needs to be like too, too big compared to the beats. It should be like. I don't know. I I don't want to judge it on that. Those speakers at this volume. So just keep it in mind. <laughs> I don't know what oh, you're working on right now, Cariati. Uh, I don't know. It's it's something because uh, uh, you separated the Optigon during the oh, uh, pre-chorus, so I assume it's gonna be like a modified sound or yeah. of some sort. Yeah. To kind of bridge the chorus to the right to the verse, and it just it feels like it needs a drastic change in sound, but not feel. That's, a, I think that's that's where it should be like dum 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 like kind of like what we did on the other song, but a, a brick with two and four more like like more like a floor tom right right ride kind yeah, of yeah. punk rock thing and then a stop on that floor. right. I couldn't really find a good sample. I keep looking. I think we ended up recording on like not for low end, but just for like grooviness. Cool. Make it not so you know. Yeah. Generic. Hi-hat might be too uh, pretty, do you think? It needs to be a little more grittier. Oh, you mean dollar sounding? Because it's pretty gritty sounding, Okay. the sample, but... No, um, not necessarily dollar. I just, just wondered if it was too... It's, as long as it's not too... Okay. I always thought that was you playing the hi-hat. No, no. I love the vinyl. I think 
think it was from vinyl, right? I don't remember. If we did the hi it just sounded like something you would play. Classic 90s. We might have done a hi hat overdub. Yeah. You do drums later, like percussion. Yeah. Really cool stuff. I like that bridge kick. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the cool drums. Oh, that's um syndrome. I love those. I love those. Like the cars used to use. I, I got a program that has them all. Those are a great addition. Just the texture, the color, what it reminds you of. Okay, so what we just listened to is, I think you were just starting to put some of the beats together? Yeah, just, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, like I go through a lot of all these different contexts of different uh, sources for different things like we talked about, and then I, I narrow it down to like the, the best ingredients of the soup. And then now you have the, the best ingredients of the soup, and how, what, what percentages of the different flavors are you going to... <laughs> you know use um, so it's nice to have all those ingredients but then Cariotti is a master of taking my soup ingredients and like distilling them in a way that they work together because and one of the things that I mentioned there there's something uh, that I've gotten better at over the years I listen to stuff I did years ago where there would be just this drastic feel change in the middle of a song which it's kind of cool sometimes but it's kind of a, a when you're younger you don't really realize that having a constant feel throughout a song is is pretty optimum and you can enhance that feel grow the feel but the actual feel you know in a lot of hit records that's that feel is sort of like it and if you know messing with that is definitely not a good idea you know that's maturity i think totally agree yeah it's like keeping it simple but um i think in listening to those things um maybe this goes to karate um this is the first time we're hearing this snare drum like like the which becomes very prominent um in the chorus in the chorus yeah. where 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 was that grabbed from like was that because i know bronson i don't think played like that on the tape mm -hmm. like and, and i didn't i don't I don't think you played that was that like i i did some overdubs i don't remember what i overdubbed and what i didn't but i i i, I think i might have put it together with like fractions of uh, what do you call it like splices of breakbeats yeah and i know and anthony has like a library of like thousands of hours of you playing so i don't know where yeah i mean i have tons i just so much stuff i mean I, even in my mpc i've got but so but maybe talk yeah. about how that because because that be, this becomes a big role like what made you think was that just a random thing or um, well no it was like it was it had to do with the lyric of the song really um celebrating and and all that like oh. i was i was thinking of it like as a street um sort of new orleans kind of like party time so that that's when i started to think about the the whole oh. song in a different way even though in the context of the lyric it's a little darker than that sure but uh i i that was a conscious thing where i was like okay you know champagne you know it's i like, remember that moment because yeah. like when he was like i was like yeah fuck yeah that's it that's yeah yeah, yeah. that's and, the main thing the main thing that has got to be new uh, you know like new new yeah. orleans style yeah i was picturing yeah. people drunk you yeah. know like after being up all night you know um because this adds another marching out into the street. This you know? adds another level. This this like besides all the other things you guys do with this mix, this brought it to a new thing to the point when I heard the mix, I thought we had done it. Like I thought not something we'd done, but like I thought that had been and it was just fit so perfect. It wasn't like I didn't have to think, okay, like you said, it's one of those things just elevated to the song. And in hearing it back, you know, oh I hear oh you guys put that in. So I just wanted to yeah, you know, kind of 
get the origins of it and there was a bunch of other beats there so like going to how do you approach when he gives because you well the, we kind of the at first we kind of like go through it together because like anthony had spent time like actually uh putting them together yeah. and then we uh imported back to 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 uh Myrick, yeah, and, and, and then and the, and then we we listen to it again, and then you know we try to okay, this goes together, and okay, yeah, they all actually go great together too, but then now we have enough uh, stuff uh, uh, percussion wise or or beat wise uh, to to uh, okay, this is great uh, for chorus, this is great for verse, and then yeah, this mm -hmm. uh, high, and then we you mentioned the hi hat being too hi fi. And then yep. like it's like oh yeah it's but it's actually kind of gritty and then you know he explains so like we kind of go through a process sure. also the, spe you know? the speakers are a big part of that like i you know i listen in headphones a lot over here and then we get it on the amphions which are these amazing speakers that reveal so much uh honesty i think is their thing yeah and i'll be like i'll be like listening to it, it's like oh my god that's not what i was just listening to over there you know? <laughs> so, 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 so sometimes it's probably a positive and then sometimes it's probably a negative and you yeah. have to make it gritty yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or you know brighter dollar whatever whatever it takes but I know, the, I know, the, I know everything from the OP one. Our little computer, like a little thing we have, always sounds when you put it on big speakers. It the, the sounds are just way bigger than when you listen to headphones. <laughs> that little keyboard has these massive right. sounds. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's why it's very deceiving when you when you work on a, a, a on an a, on a device or instrument that has those tiny speakers because that's. They don't really sound like you think. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cariotti spends a lot of time listening on these cheap computer speakers. Yeah, those small speakers. Nice. Because yeah. that just helps you get a perspective of what the average person on their computer is going to hear. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that, yeah, that, it's more like translation yeah. thing. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. that's, that's why, one of the reasons why you guys are masters of what you do is, like, there's really no difference when you, you crank your mix on the back things and I mean they're, they're the speakers but things aren't missing when you know right. you the important things yes. the important mm -hmm. things and then unfortunately a lot of people listen to on their cell phone speakers yep. you know, yeah. That, yeah. so it's yeah. gotta sound good there you said four on the floor saved the song I agree do you, yes. yes. Oh, we got to go back to that. Yes, what please. do you what do you think? Do you think it had something to do with maybe cuz the speed kind of like it's just and kind of leaves you for a second that that gives you some consistency i think it just brought it into the pedestrian mode you know there we go yeah that's in a good. very good way in a good way yeah. you know because yeah. like sometimes sometimes we challenge we challenge ourselves to to not be too pedestrian you know like that's like good yeah we got to have something unique but at the same time we still have to keep those in mind yeah like what's easily digestible yeah and i you know? i know just just listening and hearing uh, listening back to the recording, you you can hear where you put four, where you put it in, and it actually makes it, it. You feel like I feel more stable when I listen to the loop. I'm like it gave like if I felt like a little different like dance. Yeah, yeah. Without four on the floor, but then listening to with it there, you just kind of like something about the way you move when you listen. It makes you I'm forward now. And before I was like. Dum, ka. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. kind of like, I was hanging a little bit. It still <laughs> yeah. felt really groovy, but something about that's interesting. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I think of the whole aspect of the lyric being about, okay. uh, you know, champagne celebrating. You know, the, that that spirit lend itself to that. You know, it's awesome.
I, I, I'm so glad because I have trouble just having played so with so many weird musicians who like playing two and four is just not far from it. But I just hear weird like I just so weird. So when to put something straight, like sometimes seems yeah. the, the most unstable <laughs> thing to me. So it's like, you know, it's like. But the cool thing, though, is juxtaposed to that uh, snare um, rhythm. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Brilliant. I yeah. also grew up listening to a lot of uh, Little Feet and um, the Meters. Oh, the yeah. And it, I cool. just love that influence in 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 uh, in grooves. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So we'll pick it up there with the next podcast. Um, thanks again for the listening to the Electric Lecture podcast, the story of a song. Architect. 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 Architect.